0: Your being goddess state is always within reach. It's a state of activating the next version of you that's always wanting to show up. It's pivoting out of the imposter syndrome, head on, eyes open, even within the darkness of this major uprising. Welcome to the Rise of the Goddess Collective. I am your host, Michelle Julian, your goddess guide. Welcome to the Rise of the Goddess Collective podcast. I am your host, Michelle Julian. And you know me, I am here as your guide, as your facilitator to strengthen your superpowers and share, share with the world how you actualize that and activate your own goddess wisdom. And that is the whole purpose of this platform is to share, this amazing world as goddesses. We are so super powerful. We can birth babies. We can basically do multiple things at multiple times because we can multitask unlike the other sex, let's just say it. And I just love sharing and interviewing other goddesses. And today, Today, right before the full moon, we have an amazing guest who I met actually through online, through this program called Podcast Baby, where we both kind of said, okay, I am going to take that leap of faith and create my podcast, the podcast that I've always wanted to create. And there's no better time now during the pandemic, because right before that, the pandemic was kind of like talked about. And then before you knew it, it really did happen. So we had all this extra time to be indoors, to be isolating and create that podcast that we knew in our hearts and our souls that needed to be created and Karen Karen Bradford Bradford she is here today with me and I want to introduce Karen to you and let me just tell you this is going to be a juicy juicy like all the goddesses interview because we're going to talk about the real things not the fake things that Are out there online, but the heart to heart things that we know that can be difficult, but we do this process of listening to our inner intuition. And that really is in our heart and in our gut. And how do we be discerning to understand how to communicate that out into the world so we can be part of the change that we're all looking for. So Karen, welcome to the Rise of the Goddess Collective podcast. And I just want everyone to know that Karen is a coach that helps other leaders that our teachers to really rise up their own consciousness, to be the leader that they're looking for so they can be that change. So Karen has a lot of experience. Matter of fact, right before the podcast, I was saying to her, okay, Zoom has changed. And I've been trying to figure out how to make sure I see you and you see me when i share this on youtube and guess what she knew the answer because she knows how to do research like she's like a research analyst kind of super powerful leader type she you know out of the box she probably had to like learn a lot of things along the way to become the leader that she is because that's what leaders do right we invest in ourselves we take courses we spend time online to learn how to maneuver the online world because that's the way of the world now we're at least 60 to 70 percent really sharing our businesses our wisdom online so i can't wait for you to share with the audience what Your whole mission and passion is for the next reiteration of the the pandemic that's not a pandemic, Mm -hmm. online, offline, (laughs) how are you as a goddess with your leadership and your coaching skills, learning how to do that innovation and pivot online? Well, Michelle, it's been
1: it's great to be invited and have the opportunity to share with you and your listeners. Um, I'm excited for the opportunity to to just chat and see where it goes.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So what would you say is your chapter right now in your life?
1: I was thinking about that question as, as, I, was, as I was as I was walking the dog today. I was like, now what? Season I'm in, and particularly the reason why I, I took additional time because my initial answer would have been summer, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Thinking about
1: the sunshine, all things are going well. um But we, I, I hit a tragedy five years ago and lost my daughter in a car accident. My husband and I, mm-hmm. and that sent us through a winter really quick. So it's like we skipped a season and spent. I think I spent about five years in winter and. I just recently have felt like, especially in this particular new calendar year, that I'm in spring. It's a a new season. I've come through that full grief cycle, if you will, still missing my daughter, still uh, remembering her, cherishing her memories. But I feel like I have come to a place where I can embrace all things new. So Mm -hmm. my current season is spring.
0: That's wonderful. That is so wonderful. That sounds like a hard thing that you had to go through and you're still processing it. I'm sure that's the practice of you honoring what feelings that you're going through when we go through these traumatic experiences whether we lose a loved one or we experience our own potential near-death experience and how it changes us. It really does change us. And I think that also it gives us an opportunity to go deep within that sadness and honor yourself so you can Actually, do what it is necessary, which is to grieve, right? Mm -hmm. So, because if you're not really honoring that and grieving that, then what happens? What happens is you're spiritually bypassing, and we don't want you to spiritual bypass now, do we? (laughs) I mean, it's important for you to feel whatever it is you're feeling so you can heal that. And that helps you be more aware of other people and maybe their possible sufferings they're going through. So with that being said, what would you say when you talk about your life being in this spring chapter, how this has helped you with your personal life in a way that you've been able to innovate? and pivot more online?
1: Um, I think, you know, with this, the ability to be able to um, hibernate, you know, we were hibernating. not only were we, not only was I hibernating in my grief mode, but we were hibernating because of the pandemic, which mm-hmm. gives gave us a lot of time to think and really take a uh, step back and really look at life um, and see what's important and what's not important. And Am I really doing, what I'm called to do. And so um, I, I've always been a voice for people. I've always been that advocate. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I went through a transition after teaching and leading other people. I just wanted to, to, to empower, to mm-hmm. ignite um, skills um, and strengths in other people. Um, mm-hmm. That makes me feel good. That makes me feel like I am um, being useful to the world. And so with the online piece, that was difficult because I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one that likes to be on social media live. That, that's my husband. My husband's actually good at that. I that's just not me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I spent one year online teaching um, that when I was coming out um, during the pandemic, and I love the small group experience because you're able to tap into individuals um, more so um, than being in a big Zoom webinar or what have you. The same holds true for in-person. and But I think being online gives you a farther reach. So not only are you, uh, when we were in person, it was just the people in the room. But online, the world's your oyster, you can reach anyone, you know, you mentioned yourself that, you know, your podcast is listened to by people around the globe. Mm -hmm. And so that global, that global, but yet local feel um, that online brings to all of us who are wanting to pivot and be online, I think that provides new opportunities and expanded opportunities. So I'm exploring now, how do I want to position myself online Mm -hmm. to really be the best um, advocate that I can be. And I hold so many different hats, so it just depends on what hat I'm on to use it at that time, hat, whatever hat I have on at the time. But I think that's the main point. It's being able to determine at this moment in time, am I really being my authentic self and being an advocate for whomever my audience or my target or um, whoever's in front of me at the moment? And I think that's important.
0: That's important to me at least. I love that. I love that. Asking yourself that question. Am I being my authentic self so I can show up for who needs to hear my wisdom? And here in the Rise of the Goddess Collective, it's always about strengthening that intuition of listening to that higher perspective right? The higher self and the perspective that this wisdom is not only for me, but it's for someone else out there listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, my question is, how do you, with your own practices, of goddessing as i call it let's get goddessing how do you strengthen that inner goddess wisdom so you can be discerning of making that decision for your personal and business life
1: two things for me um i'm always in reflective practice um and that comes from a decade of Using that strategy in the classroom, I decided to bring it home to my personal life.
0: Ah. So I'm always
1: thinking, what's my wow? What did I do well today? What is it that makes something that made me feel good today? Mm-hmm. Um, what did I do for someone that made their lives better today? Ooh. And then I'm all, always pivoting to, now I wonder, that's my other side, I wonder what I can do better tomorrow. What I can do, and it doesn't matter what what area of life it is, but where can I improve? Um, I I stop seeing things as failures, but where's an area that I can improve and refine? And that gets us to those incremental, successful approximations of progress, always moving forward. Mm. And so when I use that reflective process and I pair it with active listening, that those are my superpowers for me to discern where I'm supposed to be going next. And when I mean that active listening, it's not listening not listening what we can for necessarily what we audibly hear, whether it's us talking to a person or whether it's our internal self, but what's not necessarily being said, but maybe we're feeling. You, you talk about um, you know talk about those energies. You know what am I feeling? What 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 is coming up as I settle myself? and just let it rise and being able to take note of those things. And so I find that these days, that's what I do best. And I find that when I tap into those areas of reflective practice and listening, that I'm always moving in the right direction.
0: Mm, That's beautiful. I love that. Because if you're not doing that self reflection of nourishing your own soul, your soul care is so critical because if you don't know how to nurture that how can you help other people nurture that so as a leader you are going through a practice it sounds like to me this is your practice Mm -hmm. we would call it the wow practice i guess (laughs) i think we Yes, I guess. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's, of like it's my, wow,
1: needed- my wonder. It's my coaching. That's that's really my coaching strategy. I've used it since 2012 when I was a teacher and teaching and teaching other. Like I said, other teachers, and then I took it home and used it as a wife. used it as a mother. You know, the, you know, just all mm-hmm. it just um, it marries and and sits on top of anything that we do in life. I
0: think. That is so great. So then that way, when you take it and integrate it into your personal life with your family, whether it's with your children or with your husband, then you're actualizing that spiritual shift and change for you and that person that you're having a communication with. And I would think as a leader, that's like kind of one of the key components is to listen to be a really good listener. And like you said, to be listening to things that you don't really hear. And that way, it helps you be more compassionate and have more empathy for the other person or the other people in the room. So as a leader, I can imagine that communication is like one of the most important skills Mm -hmm. for you to help other leaders master. So I'm just kind of curious. Do you have any tools that you use yourself to help the other leaders actually hone that capacity to be a good listener? And also with that listening comes the communication.
1: Well, I think it, when I think about my time um, coaching other leaders, whether it's teachers in classrooms or, or even, you know, working with parents, even I work with parents and and helping them to even think about um, if their children is have their child is having a reading because that's my area. So, you know, they're at home and they're having difficulty with a child and I can't get them to do, I said, okay, well, let's stop for a moment and let's take a step back and then that observation piece is so key. Um, I taught the students that had those behavioral concerns. And one of the first things that th- they ask us to do is just observe and take notes before you start to place your judgment or your opinion on what you see. Mm-hmm. No, think about what, you, what, what happened before this occurrence happened and then what happens after. It. So it's called the ABC. The antecedent, the behavior, and the consequence. What happens? And then determine now what's the best way forward. And then on after looking at it through those, that ABC tool, it's a tool, it's a lens. Then you go back to, okay, now what are the questions I need to ask? So thinking about that questioning piece. Um, Cause oftentimes I find that we're not asking the right question questioning matters. Um, and so when you do those two pieces, then that's where clear communication comes, because now you have evidence, or you have some, whether it's qualitative comments, talking, what, or, you know, depending on what you're working on, numbers, you have something, some meat to hold on to have a conversation and reference. Absolutely. And when we do that, when we do that, you know, even in even in family communication, when you can marry um, what you're feeling with what you've seen without judgment, that's where empathy comes in. Because people actually, oh, you actually saw and not made judgment first. You actually took a moment to look at the whole picture. Mm. And I think you we, know, I think I don't think we do that often enough. Just that's to be able so to true.
0: That's very true. That's why I decided during the pandemic. To take Brene Brown's yes. leadership uh-huh. program. It was an online program uh-huh. and I took it because I had the time uh-huh. to work on that skill because as you know, when you are a business owner and you are creating a vision and a message, you always want to try to be a good listener. So you're offering the right services and products that your listeners are listening to. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that is really about being a better listener and having that skill and those tools to learn empathy. Because a lot of people online Mm -hmm. are not really good at that. Mm -hmm. Um, I hate to say it, but um, there's a few of us that are you know, on a mission to have the empathy and the compassion and that self-reflection to make sure that we are really listening to our people that need to hear what it is that we want to learn about them so we can serve them in a bigger way, in a way that does help them change and shift and have the transformation. And mm-hmm. speaking of shifting and changing and transformation, that seems to be kind of the core of your leadership with your teachers that you help. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, do you have a specific um, like process to your transformation with your with your uh, teachers that are in leadership? or do you do it in a more customized fashion one-on-one? Yeah, I'm definitely,
1: um, yeah, it's been a while since I've worked with teachers. I now work with superintendents and, and the higher executives, but it's the same process. Um, and I do it customized. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, even though I may coach a group, because some mm-hmm. things may be common, at our very core, we're, as individuals, we have um, unique skills and traits that, that need to be refined. And so um, that customized one-on-one interaction and experience always yields better fruit than the ones in a group, because you might hit and miss and might not necessarily meet the need. But I found that um, the greater good is done when you have that time to customize to the individual and meet them where they are, and help them to grow from that point
0: forward. That sounds like it makes total sense. because I love doing one-on-one activations with my clients, and I do offer, you know, group um, offerings where it helps you tune into a potential self-reflection and awareness meditation. But sometimes people need to start where they need to start. And, you know, you can't make somebody start where you, where you are. So doing that more individualization, customization can help really be that shift for that person and that aha moment. And I'm just kind of curious, like other um, personal development Courses that you've taken since you know the pandemic started. Um, have you had any continuing education courses that you've been able to take to kind of hone in of these skills while you've had this semi-break, as we call it?
1: um I'm trying to think. I, you know, I'm, I'm a reader, so I just a lot of reading. I love renee Brown, um, yeah. so I didn't take any. I'm trying to think, did I take any? Courses? I don't necessarily take any any courses per se, but um, I guess I've had new leadership experiences outside of my job that I've been able to apply the practice to that has made me a better leader, even oh. in my, my current existing. Um,
0: That's wonderful. So you've been able yeah. to practice. Practice and it apply probably, it more. Right. So you mm-hmm. can actually hone your own leadership skill right, right, in the process right. of this evolution of growing and expanding. And mm-hmm. I think I can feel like we've actually created some juicy content for your coaching services that you're going to be offering online that we talked about. And I, I would love to know like what kind of things you would like to share with other entrepreneurs who are you know mothers or small business owners trying to actually launch online? What could you share with them? You think that would be helpful?
1: Yeah, you know, I, my 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 son is in college, so I don't have um, children at home. But definitely, um, being an early em- empty nester, I definitely can. So I have time on my hands. Um, but I think you know even. You know, any mother, um, any mother who's wanting to launch a business, I think we have to take we're so used to going in um, automatic mode and and taking things off the list that realizing that bi- uh, launching a business takes time and that everything doesn't um, it does not happen the first time. The automatically correctly the first time that you do it that it may take multiple iterations to get it exactly the way you want it and so giving yourself that space to grow organically and not pushing it um, with my coach I recently had a session where um, she was talking about pushing and pulling and she said the last thing that you want to do with your customers or your audience is push push push, you want to draw them in. And I was like, oh, I never thought about it like that. You know, so I would say, I'm um, giving your space, yourself space for your business to grow. If you put, you you wanted it up in three months, but it's going to take six months, take that extra time because that will help you to be better when you do launch. Um, but also um, just thinking about that, what are you trying to, um, what is it that your, your goal is for your audience? And are you drawing them in or are you just pushing stuff at them?
0: And mm-hmm. I just
1: was like, hey! that was that was that was definitely
0: wow. So. Yes. Yes, because what that's saying is that you're in alignment mm-hmm. with your inner intuition. Mm-hmm. You've strengthened enough to know that you're just showing up and mm-hmm. sharing from your wisdom, Mm -hmm. that higher perspective. And it's not something that you need to really have a hidden agenda to push. It's just sharing the story, telling the story Mm -hmm. of your own strength and transformation Mm -hmm. and then allowing other people just to digest that and maybe even read more about that story. Maybe give them a short, Version of it, and then say, You want to read more? Here's my blog, or here's a video about me sharing this on Facebook. So it's really more organic and relaxing, and it has a flow to it. And it's very magnetizing because you don't have a hidden agenda of like, Buy from me, or, you know, sign up with right. me kind of energy. It's that aligned flow energy. And so speaking of links, what would you say the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: Well, right now I'm I'm actually transitioning and moving. I guess I'm adding on some services, but the best way to get in touch with me right now um, is probably my, I do actually have a blog, but I haven't written on it lately but it's probably easiest to remember. It's karenhiltonbradford.com, mm-hmm. but I also have another website called Calla Lily Group, which is like the flower Calla Lily Group that has all of my information on it as well. I'm also on Facebook at Karen Hilton Bradford, so I can be reached there. Um, and then of course on LinkedIn, same name. So, um, yeah, anybody can reach out to me on any of those platforms and, uh, We'll take it from there and chit chat.
0: That sounds great. So before we end our interview today, Mm -hmm. I would love to know what would you like your legacy to become?
1: My legacy, I want it to become one where they said that I helped as many um, people reach or become their more, most authentic selves. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be students, whether it be educators, whether it be parents, um, because that's always my, my end goal is being able to help someone be a better version of themselves that's still true to themselves. Um, and I think that, that once we do that, or if we can get to that um, level, then that's where we get the most out of life.
0: Love it. Love it. And before we end, I'm going to basically offer this up to you. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that you feel that really helps you get through your day being online? What Mm -hmm. would you say is your favorite either hack or app, or maybe have a favorite tea, something that inspires you to keep going?
1: Um, let's see, it inspires me to keep going. I was going to say, oh, my power walk that I take every day with the dog. <laughs> but um, an app, you know, the, the best one that helps me, and maybe it's is because my my detail-oriented self is I love my Google calendar, my color-coded calendar. Uh, that is not necessarily inspirational, but it did, does help me to um, take, take charge of my day and have control of my day so I can have focus times to stop and reflect or stop and read or stop and do a a prayer or a meditation that helps me to be discerning about what's coming. Maybe that, that will probably
0: be the best. I love that. I love that having a colored Google calendar. Is that an online thing that you can do? Well,
1: yeah. If you have Google, if you have the Google calendar, when you make your different um, appointments and tasks and things, you can assign things different colors so you know what different colors mean different things and that that means something for me <laughs> Just wow
0: that sounds that sounds like really a great way to stay focused i'm going to have to like ask you after the podcast to guide me and show me sure. how to do that so thank you so much for coming on rise of the goddess collective podcast i know you'll be coming back with all of your new juicy online programs and personal one-on-one sessions because again you're evolving we as goddesses we don't stay the same and as a manifesting generator because I've just gone through human design that's another thing that I realized is that I'm supposed to be evolving all the time because that's what a manifesting generator does. So thank you so much for coming on here and have a wonderful afternoon, whatever it is that you're going to do next. And um, just remember everyone listening that I will have all the links in the podcast and this is on YouTube and you can also see it on all of the podcast platforms we've got apple we've got spotify we have youtube we've got all the things so remember your activation is my activation thank you for being here inside Goddess Collective, I wanted to let you know that when you come to the Collective, you are receiving free resources that help you with your self-awareness. I created free trainings for you. It's the Julian Method Goddess activation group it's free and it's a face group collective to help you get started with a new way of living follow along and witness the power of intentionally living with me and step in to the new realm of self-care for the activated goddess Bare Bones Basic 101 Goddess Tips and Tools. You'll get a three-day consecutive boot camp. It's a taster of the Julian method. I help you get started on your goddess practice. You'll find it at the Julian Goddess And also, a real special treat, you can receive the Being and Becoming Goddess Oracle Deck. Yes, I birthed this during the pandemic. Super juicy. You'll receive a published deck with a digital deck and also your own Goddess activated meditation audio juicy juicy goddess things are in store for you I am so excited for you and this journey have a glorious day and remember your activation is my activation have a great day